Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. WWE and AEW tapings face further problems and Chikara closes its doors amid allegations against Mike Quackenbush. We'll get to both of those in just a moment. For Thursday, June the 25th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. So it broke last night from Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet, who reported that multiple WWE people at this past week's tapings in Orlando had tested positive for COVID-19. Now, one of those people that tested positive was Renee Young. She took to Twitter yesterday, tweeting out, What a few days. My show gets cancelled and I get COVID. Wear your masks and wash your hands. Stay safe, everyone. Uh, Renee had been a part of the tapings last week. She was part of the title presentation segment, which featured multiple people on SmackDown. Uh, among other bits as well. Uh, One WWE talent was reportedly told that COVID-19 testing will now take place at every taping WWE has. And they're also told that they are expected to isolate between tapings. One person said they've been told they will be tested twice this week. Uh, Those in Orlando today uh, will be given a two-hour heads-up for a mandatory test a little bit later on today, we understand. Now, the issues regarding uh, COVID-19, and of course, we've talked about how Florida uh, is is once again on the rise in terms of cases, and this is going to have quite a significant impact on the two biggest wrestling companies on the planet. So not only are WWE we having issues right now with it but last night two stars from AEW were pulled from Dynamite. QT Marshall missed last night's show having had contact with somebody outside of wrestling who had COVID-19. As a result of that, QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes weren't able to face FTR as originally planned, and they were subbed out for SCU instead. Uh, the other person that missed Dynamite last night was the AEW champion, John Moxley. Now, ahead of last night's show, Tony Khan tweeted out, recently, John Moxley had contact with someone who had contact with someone who had a positive test. Mox did the right thing and warned us. Doctor asked him to stay home and get tested to protect us here at our test site. Brian Cage, the number one contender for the AEW title, will be in action on AEW Dynamite ahead of their title fight. So we don't know exactly when John Moxley will be back, but I would imagine with two weeks away, if he isolates for two weeks now, he should be back on AEW television just in time for his match at Fighter Fest against Brian Cage. 
Now, the other issue that could present some big problems for WWE and AEW is a travel ban that's in place within America. So the Wrestling Observer reports that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, and Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont have placed travel restrictions on people flying into those three states from other states in America that have a high amount of positive tests during the pandemic. Now, Florida is one of those states as some really high numbers coming in from Florida, which essentially means that anyone who flies from Florida into New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut will have to be quarantined for two weeks upon arrival. Now, this has a massive impact on AEW uh, as a number of talents live in the Northeast that come into AEW, but also for WWE, all their execs live and or are based in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And they make the journey from those states to Orlando for television tapings. And we don't know how much of a significant impact this is going to have on Dynamite, Dark, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. But with these travel restrictions coming in place as of today, we're going to know pretty soon. Following accusations of misconduct with students, among other things, towards Jakara's Mike Quackenbush, we saw a mass exodus of the company from some of its top stars, including Hallowicked, Kimberly, and Dasha Hatfield. Following uh, their announcements to leave the company, uh, Mike Quackenbush put out a statement and said the following, I've been made aware of recent allegations about myself and people in my employ. I take all allegations seriously, whether they are about me or members of my team. Addressing these with openness and transparency is of the utmost importance to me. So these matters can be given the proper time and attention. I am discontinuing Chakara and resigning as head trainer at the Wrestle Factory. I'll make a full statement on these matters in the near future. Now, Chikara dates all the way back to 2002, set up following Mike Quackenbush and Thomas Carter opening the Wrestle Factory School all the way back at the start of the century, pretty much. Uh, last Friday, Chikara had already announced that Cobalt, aka Anthony Wilson, uh, had finished with the company following claims from several women that he was both physically and verbally abusive. And then the Mike Quackenbush allegations came out a few days later. And this is where we are at. Chikara has been discontinued. We will have more on this rolling news story at cultaholic.com. Following abuse accusations made against him by a then 16-year-old, Ring of Honor star Marty Skrull released a statement on Twitter Tuesday night where he didn't deny the encounter happened but believed it was consensual, adding it was also legal, a nod towards the age of consent here in England. Now, following criticism about his first statement, Marty Skrull has released a second, and it goes... As following in 2015 after a wrestling event in the uk i had a brief consensual sexual encounter with a woman with that moment at a bar in those circumstances i had no cause to question her age i don't say any of this lightly or to seek absolution for my ignorance although i did not become aware of her age until after the encounter the reality of the age disparity is not lost on me i understand that although our encounter was technically legal in the uk my lack of good judgment that evening has disappointed 
many fans. This week, the woman I'm referencing bravely shared her stories of abuse that she's experienced while attending wrestling events during that time period. My name has been included in one of the recollections she has shared. I can only speak to what I know to be true and my own actions. It is my understanding that this woman continuously supported our sport through her attendance at events, seminars and training sessions. And as an industry, we failed her. I cannot begin to understand the difficulties she must be experiencing. And in that spirit, I ask that you please continue to respect her privacy. Skirl then goes on to seek forgiveness and declares he wants to now be part of the solution to what's going on in the wrestling scene. And he concludes by saying, as a person who has been identified as part of the problem, I'm unreservedly committed to being part of the solution. In the very short term, I am looking to work within the industry to create better security protocols at events to provide a safe environment for all fans. Words are no longer enough and action is needed. As of recording, uh, Ring of Honor, where Skrull is part of the booking team, nor the NWA, where Marty Skrull has worked recently, uh, have made any comments regarding Skrull or the speaking out movement in general. Um, We'll have more on the speaking out movement at cultaholic.com. You can keep up with everything happening regarding uh, the speaking out movement by searching out the hashtag speaking out on Twitter. WWE has announced that the Great American Bash will be returning. It's going to be a two-week event held on NXT that begins next Wednesday and continues on July the 8th. This is basically running right up against both nights of AEW's Fighter Fest. It's going to be the first time WWE's used the Great American Bash name since 2012. A random episode of SmackDown was called the Great American Bash. It was a pay-per-view all the way back uh, in 2004 and then 2008 and then again in 2009 where it was renamed The Bash. Obviously, historically, it's a WCW and NWA name. So there's a lot of history that they're leaning on with Great American Bash. And following the success of In Your House, they seem to be leaning back in tradition, into tradition again. Three matches have already been announced for next Wednesday's NXT UK, uh, including a fatal four-way number one contenders match featuring Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, and Mia Yim. There's also a handicap match featuring Rhea Ripley taking on Aaliyah and Robert Stone. If Ripley loses, she must join the Robert Stone brand. Also, a strap match is happening next week between Dexter Loomis and Roderick Strong. Then, the following week, the July the 8th episode of NXT is going to feature Adam Cole and Keith Lee, champion versus champion, title versus title, winner take all. That will be what headlines uh, the the NXT Great American Bash next week. I think it's going to be a really fun two weeks of NXT. I feel like it's going to be uh, nice to lean back into an old school wrestling product. We'll talk more about the build up to it in NXT Graded on the Cultaholic YouTube channel a little bit later today. It appears that Liv Morgan had her match on Raw 
cut very, very short. So uh, we may, you may have spotted on WWE.com the photos from Monday Night Raw, and it features a couple of photos from the Liv Morgan versus Natalia match that we don't remember happening. And it turns out that Liv Morgan's match against Natalia was very heavily edited and only went about two minutes as a result of editing. Liv Morgan has spotted this, and she's gone to Twitter sharing two of the photos from the match uh, with the caption, thank you for posting photos of what you cut out of my match, I guess. I appreciate it, WWE. Testimony from a former superstar of the WWE has been included, as we know, in a new class action lawsuit relating to the flight home and the alleged mechanical failures following WWE Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Now, this anonymous source has suggested that WWE not only made it clear that anybody who spoke out about the alleged mechanical issues of the plane while attempting to leave Saudi Arabia will be threatened with termination, but they say that WWE's version of events is very different to what actually happened. We don't know the identity of the anonymous WWE star that came forward. However, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson discussed the situation on their Talking Shop podcast. They've responded to suggestions that one or both of them actually shared information with the lawsuit. And Anderson has said the following on the matter. Why the F would I go to secretly talk to somebody about Saudi Arabia when I have my own effing hit platform to talk about what the F I want to talk about? I can say anything the F I want. If I want to talk about Saudi Arabia, you effing marks, I'm going to talk about Saudi Arabia. But here's the thing. I will talk about Saudi Arabia, but I didn't talk to some effing private investigator about it. He doesn't say F, just so you know. Uh, Gallows, on the other hand, says that he did speak to somebody from the law firm handling the case. However, he only did so in an effort to figure out which wrestler they got a testimony from. Uh, Anderson has gone on to say they will address what happened in Saudi Arabia, but they will do it on July the 18th when their WWE non-compete clauses have officially expired. Speaking on Wrestling Inc.'s podcast, Ric Flair revealed that Charlotte has been approached by a TV company with the intention of having her star in some kind of TV show. Uh, there was some talk a little while ago about Charlotte and Andrade possibly making a reality series. A former NXT star unexpectedly turned up at Dynamite last night, standing ringside. You may have noticed during the brawl between Hikaru Shida and Penelope Ford, you might have noticed Cesar Bononi was there goading Penelope Ford to attack Hikaru Shida. Now, he wasn't acknowledged by commentators or anybody there, but he was seen cheering and applauding people. So don't be surprised if we see Cesar Bonone maybe on an episode of AEW Dark going forward. And finally, Jordan Grace, the reigning Impact Knockouts champion, took to Twitter last night to share a very real story from home and i'd like to share it with you this comes from jordan grace's twitter hi everyone for the past few months we've seen a gentleman hanging out in the lobby of our apartment building it's open 24 hours so anyone can go in and out i don't know if he was homeless or not and brought him a meal a couple of weeks ago john talked to him for quite a while his name is james he was an air force veteran and he was a car salesman for 24 years covid hit hard and left him without a job and those struggles led to him getting a divorce and losing his house as we all know 
unemployment takes forever to get and was extremely backed up when he applied for it. He finally gets it next week, but I just but I just was hoping to do something more for him until he is fully back on his feet. We've brought him food a couple of times and let him take showers at our apartment, but our leasing office found out about it yesterday and is going to kick him out. I'm hoping to raise funds to give him so he's able to shelter until he can find a permanent place to stay. Now, we've all got stuff going on right now. We've all got stuff that we need to focus on but jordan grace has offered details if you can offer any support uh, you can go to jordan grace's twitter to find out a little bit more about it if you want to help it's just a reminder in all of this that there are still good people out there and you shouldn't they'll never not be good people we should always remember they will never not be good people that will do it for your cultaholic wrestling news for today at cultaholic.com we'll have more on the closure of chikara and some of the issues stemming from the wwe performance center and daily's place for aew following covid19 positive tests more on that at cultaholic.com on the podcast feed check out the interview that wwe champion drew mcintyre was was talking about last night a former wcpw star prince amin joins me on cultaholic island this week for a brand new episode of desert island graps talking about his life and times and in particular breaking into the industry with drew there wasn't many training schools the only one i could find on the internet was in portsmouth now i'm based around huddersfield slash leeds so that's 250 miles away i needed to get a job working in a restaurant as a waiter and i used to get paid 15 pound a day and i saved up went down in 2002 i believe it was and it, it was the first ever training session i did it was a week-long camp it was also the first training session of a certain drew galloway also known as drew mcintyre yeah i saw him not so long ago and i just said you know remember how we went to the training school that was our first training session he's like yeah yeah and i was like We've had such contrasting careers. <laughs> I wish him all the best, and he's such a nice guy. He always has time for me as well, which is great. If I travel 250 miles from Leeds slash Huddersfield area, he had to come from Glasgow, so he's traveling an extra 200 miles. So he's traveling 450 miles to get to a training school. It just shows. I mean, there's a reason why he's at the top of where he is right now, and it's because he was that determined to do it. Fair play to the guy. All that hard work has paid off now, hasn't it? Hear the whole thing on the Cultaholic podcast feed right now. And of course, since it's Thursday on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, we've got NXT graded, AEW graded with Jack the Jobber, and AEWTF moments on the way with Ross Tweddle later on today as well. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 